Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Let's take you back. Let's take you back just a few short years to the darkest days of COVID. You remember those days, don't you? Oh, you had to wear a mask. That's all, oh, you, oh, you got to wear a mask. Are you, are, if you're not wearing a mask, you are committing murder. That's, I actually heard people say that. You're murdering people if you don't uh, wear a mask. And then Fauci said, you know, he said, uh, he said not, 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 I would not be wearing a mask in America walking around right now. And then just, you know, shortly after that, he's like, you got to wear a mask. So recently there was actually a study done. Um, and it was, it, it was one of the, it wasn't the Lahaina wildfire. It was another wildfire. And I can't remember which one, but people were putting on these masks. They're putting on the mask and they were, because they were trying to, you know, not breathe in those smoke particles. So <laughs> the powers that be actually came out with this statement that said, listen, Hey, Hey, listen. These masks are not going to stop smoke particles. You could wearing those masks is not going to help. So inadvertently, what they did was actually prove that masks were also ineffective against COVID. Because if you compare a smoke particle with a COVID particle, that's that's like comparing a marble with a basketball. So if the basketball can get through the mask, guess what? The marble's not going to have any problems whatsoever. So they had us wearing the mask. We had to social distance, even though there was no scientific data saying that social distancing works. That was literally a high school science project. We could only walk one way down the aisle in the stores. When you walked into Walmart, they would give you your, your little hand sanitizer. You know, so you clean your buggy off. <laughs> they were putting plexiglass up between you, <laughs> between you and the cashier at the store. You remember all of this, the ridiculousness, like the like the, the the miracle of plexiglass. Then they said, when you were at a restaurant and you were sitting down, you could wear your mask. You could you didn't have to wear your masks, but if you stood up. And went to the restroom. Well, then you had to wear a mask, which is apparently the only, uh, you know, the COVID vaccine only floats around four feet in the air. When you stand up, it gets spread. We were going to go to, where are we going to go? 
Grove Park Inn. It was uh, some friends uh, were getting together and they were there. Well, they want to go to Grove Park Inn. I said, and so they called my wife. Hey, we want to go to Grove Park Inn. So we, we, we called Grove Park Inn. And they were like, and we were like, what are your COVID restrictions? And they said, this is what they said. They said you had to, this is no joke. You had to wear a mask. You had to keep your mask on while you were eating. You could not engage in conversation. And you had to wear your mask while you were drinking in the restaurant. And there was no outside dining either because outside, obviously horrible, right? So, so we said, you know what, you know what Grove Park in? No, we're not going to visit you. So we went down to the sanctuary in Kiowa and had a grand and glorious time. So remember all of those days, remember in the news, every single night they had the sidebar of all the COVID deaths that were going on. It was just, Oh, this is, and this is going to be the end of the world. And what was everybody with any good sense saying that entire time? Well, this is the flu. Because remember what happened to the flu during the COVID? It was non-existent. We had no flu. So then people would get sick and they would get them in the hospital. They'd have some trouble breathing and they would put them on a respirator. And you know what would happen when they went on the respirator. They were not long for this world. Right? Then Fauci comes out and said, well, maybe that was the wrong thing to do. Maybe we should have just repositioned them. In other words, turn them over on their side. So then they started using remdesivir, which nurses called run death is near. And meanwhile, like I said, common sense people, people with good heads on their shoulders, were saying this is the flu. It's got a 99.7% survival rate. Guess what the CDC is now saying now? Guess what they're saying today, came out today, the CDC. You should treat COVID-19 like the flu. They literally said this. For immediate release, Friday, March 21st, uh, March 1st, 2024, contact media relation. CDC released an updated recommendations on how people can protect themselves and their communities from respiratory viruses, including COVID-19 I'll sum it down for you. Treat it like the flu. That is literally what they're saying right now. Oh, my goodness. So now, they're, 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 now, they, now they want people to, to go out and get, but they still want you to get the vaccine. Remember, the ultimate goal is to get you jabbed. CDC telling people 65 and older to take more, more COVID booster shots, more of them, 65 and older the most vulnerable age group that we have. They want to, they, they, they want to, they want to make, dang, Nikki Haley, you might want to rethink that whole uh, lifespan social security thing because it, it's going to be dropping here pretty quickly. Right? Well, now they got a brand new batch of so-called vaccines. New, quote unquote, vaccines under investigation for nervous system disorder. Nervous system disorder, serious neurological conditions, including Guillain-Barre syndrome, have been reported after these uh, jab trials in older adults. Oh, my gosh. I'm telling you. This, this, this was the most poorly handled health so-called crisis that this country has ever had. 
the most poorly handled. And you can look at Dr. Burks, you can look at Dr. Dasik, and you can look at Fauci. You can look at all those people in the CDC and the NIH because those were the people, those were the people that, 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 that permitted this lie to go on as long as it did. We'll be right back. It's the Charlie James Show. News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. So the Democrats are always telling you how, and, and, and listen, I've experienced this firsthand because my mother-in-law, God bless her, the only thing she gets is CNN. And she lives up in Rhode Island and a very blue state, a very blue district, very blue town. And that's all the information she gets, you know, at 90 years old. And she thinks that Donald Trump wants to be a dictator. And there's really, there's no arguing with her about it. So we, you know, just go, okay, fine. But that's what the, that's what the liberals think. That Donald Trump wants to be a dictator. He wants to be some sort of authoritarian. Did anybody see any authoritarianism during his first administration? No, there was not. There was not. It was just common sense policies that really helped this country in a huge way. And hopefully during his second term, we're going to see even more than that. But they're going to keep coming out, and they've already come out with the whole Russia, Russia thing once again. And now they're slamming Tucker Carlson for having the audacity to do what a, a journalist is actually supposed to do. So Trump's an authoritarian. Once you to, now let's just take a look at what's going on right now. And compare that to what's going on with the Biden administration. The Biden administration opening the borders, allowing illegals in. In mass, he's renamed them newcomers. Oh, they're newcomers. So now we don't have border patrol. We have newcomer patrol. Can't wait to see those uniforms. I bet they're going to be rainbow colored. Absolutely. Welcome, newcomers. Enjoy America. We have got Joe Biden's Department of Justice making parents who have the audacity to stand up at school board meetings and complain about their children being taught gender ideology and, 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 and DEI. A father was arrested because he was standing up and, and he, he was angry because his daughter got raped by a trans student at a school, arrested the guy. You've got people going to jail for simply praying near an abortion clinic. 
You've got the Department of Justice spying on uh, American citizens with these FISA warrants. During the red speech, Joe Biden said that, you know, if you are a conservative, basically, in this country, then you were, you were, you know, right-wing traitors. So you got all that going on. Everything that Joe Biden does is authoritarian. So what does Whoopi Goldberg say should happen with Joe Biden? Let's take a listen to this. Here you go. Take it away, Whoopi. Well, the Supreme Court won't hear oral arguments until the end of April. Now, I just, you know, just let's look at a scenario where the Supreme Court says, yes, he has that. He has all those rights. He is immune from everything. You know what Joe Biden could do since he is presently president? What? Whoa. (laughs) He could throw every Republican in jail. Yeah. I mean, he could. I mean, no, 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 no. This is not a good thing. What this means is it's he Uh could do anything. Yeah. He could dismiss everybody's debt. Yeah. You know, there's a whole bunch of great stuff that could happen. But let's let's really look at what this means. She is such an idiot. She's an idiot. She is a world class idiot. She needs help. And I'm not talking about um, borrowing from Seinfeld here. I'm not talking about twice a month for $50 help. I'm talking about a case study like at Johns Hopkins. She needs a full team assigned to her with her serious issues that she's got. A full research team. So let me tell you what could happen, Whoopi. Let me tell you actually what could happen. if. Immunity was removed from the presidential office, okay? The first thing that could and should happen is that Barack Hussein Obama be arrested for the murder of an American citizen. That's right. During his administration, Barack Hussein Obama droned an American citizen in the Middle East. This American citizen was accused of crimes against this country. This American citizen did not get his day in court. He did not get read his Miranda rights. He did not get arrested. No, he got blown to smithereens by the Obama administration. That's just one of many, many things that could happen if you did not have immunity in the White House. So, we need to start gearing things up. Okay, so if there is no immunity in the White House, Whoopi Biden, using your example, then why don't we prosecute Joe Biden for violating the, the, uh, the, the Supreme Court in removing people's uh, college debt? Because that was a direct... If you and I violate the Constitution, We go to jail. Joe Biden violates the Constitution, goes against the Supreme Court. Nothing happens to him. Let's go to Gene in Greenville and talk to him. Gene, welcome to the program, my friend. I want to make a a very brief comment about the First Amendment. And when we listen to Joy Bayer, Whoopi, uh, Oprah, on and on it goes, they serve. It's it's important that we listen to them. Yeah. Because we now, uh, it gives us a clue as to the absurd. 
the absurd souls that are out there. And I don't really mean that. Yeah. I mean, I would, have ne- I would never think the way these people think. But by uh, allowing them to talk, and, and I don't, by the way, I don't watch that program, nor do I pursue them for, for any, uh, any type of opinion. But when you hear these things, you begin to uh, understand or, or you become aware of the absurdity of these people. And there's a, there's a passage in Scripture that says, iron sharpens iron. Yeah. Listen to them. Then, then don't become upset. Then you, you think about what they've said. Then begin to formulate your arguments. Am I making sense, Charlie? No, absolutely. I, I want to know what the other side is thinking. Exactly. And, and by the way, the, the, the true author of the First Amendment was Jesus himself. Yeah. Think about that. Yeah, you're exactly right. Gene, I appreciate it, buddy. Thank you. I was speaking of the First Amendment, there was a reporter for The Blaze. That's uh, Glenn Beck's organization. A reporter for The Blaze was a First Amendment here in the United States, freedom of the press. This man was just arrested and perp-walked by the FBI. Why? Because he was in Washington at the Capitol on January the 6th. As a reporter, as a journalist, he was there. And he got arrested by the FBI. First Amendment? Catherine Herridge has now been found in civil contempt of court for not turning over her contacts in one of the stories that she did. That's that's not freedom of the press, y'all. That's an authoritarian government that we live under right now. We'll be right back. It's the Charlie James Show. News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Uh, Roger wanted to know how my eye was. He tuned in a little late. All right, if you missed the update on my eye, it was not an eye stroke, which would have been a very, very bad thing. Uh, it, but I did have a slight blockage in one of the veins in my eye, and my body tried to grow new veins in its place, and it didn't do so good at that because it's a 60-year-old body now, and it doesn't do things like that all that well. So uh, those veins started bleeding and leaking blood into my eye. That's where the big floaters were coming from. Um, and uh, so I went to Dr. Goodwin yesterday. That's why I was off yesterday. Had <laughs> and I still every time I every time I go to say it, I get that little. Ah, ah. I had an injection in my eye, still a little sore around the injection site, um, but that was to stop the bleeding from the blood vessels um, or, or the new veins that, that were tried to be uh, made. And uh, now we're just waiting. And they could not do any laser surgery yesterday because my eye was too cloudy. 
And it's still fairly cloudy today, but it is a marked improvement over just 48 hours ago. So it is getting better. Then on the 28th, I'm going to go in and I'm going to get laser surgery to kind of clean out those um, those uh, veins in my eye. So it looks like um, we are on the mend, ladies and gentlemen, and that is a very, very good thing. And I want to say thank you. I want to say a big thank you because all of these people were texting in and they were coming up on Facebook and all of that saying, hey, Charlie, we're praying for you. I'm telling you what, that worked. It absolutely worked. Because we went from 99% surety that I had had an eye stroke. Now, what that would have entailed is, huh, you've had an eye stroke. So, therefore, because a stroke is a stroke. It doesn't matter where it happens. It's still a stroke. So, that would have made me a huge candidate for a stroke in places where you don't want strokes. So, we went from that to a block, a block blood vessel. And now we're just going to be able to take care of So, folks, thank you so much for your thoughts and prayers. It really means the absolute world to me, and you guys are just fantastic. And I want to thank everybody out there that's got my phone number that that uh, that texted in and said, uh, wondered how I was doing. I really appreciate that. Much, much appreciated. Thank you very much. I never, ever thought, and this is going to hurt me a little bit. This is going to hurt me a little bit. Because I have, being a Georgia Bulldog fan, I have a white-hot hatred for the University of Florida. I know, I know, I know. I do. I have a white-hot, and it burns 365 days a year. White-hot hatred for the University of Florida. But now, ladies and gentlemen, I have to say congratulations to the University of Florida. Oh, my goodness. Here we go. The University of Florida, according to a statement, administrative memo, to comply with the Florida Board of Governors Regulation 9.0116 on prohibited expenditures, the University of Florida has closed the office of the Chief Diversity Officer, eliminated DEI positions. Ah, how about that? And administrative appointments and halted DEI-focused contracts with outside vendors. That's right. Yes, yes, ladies and gentlemen, the University of Florida has done it. They have fired all of their DEI employees under the direction of the University of Florida Human Resources University employees whose positions were eliminated, will receive their standard 12 weeks of pay. These colleagues are allowed and encouraged to apply for other positions. Uh, Additionally, the office of the chief financial officer will reallocate the $5 million in funds Previously reported to Tallahassee for DEI expenses, including salaries and expenditure and expenditures, into a faculty recruitment fund to be administered by the Office of the Provost, University of Florida, getting rid of their DEI program. Congratulations to them. Now we got to get we got to get South Carolina to do it. And remember, the Freedom Caucus tried to get this done here in South Carolina, and they were shot down by the rhinos. They were shot down by those people. Now, this is something that the rhinos in Columbia would call 
um, uh, radical. This would be something that would be called radical by the rhinos in Colombia. You know, those guys, those people. But it's not radical. Diversity, equity, and inclusion is absolute BS bunk. And good for the University of Florida. Now we got to get it done in South Carolina. We got to get it done at Clemson. You folks in North Carolina got to get it done. Alabama, you guys got to get it done. Georgia, you got to, yeah, I know it's never going to happen in Georgia, but you guys need to work towards having that done. Because if Florida can do it, then you can do it. And we should be, I am so tired of being jealous of Florida and some of their positions that they have. I really am. We should be the leaders in the Southeast in conservatism. We should be, but we're not. We can't get, even get a, 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 a decent concealed carry bill, and no, I don't, uh, or a constitutional carry bill, and I don't have any update on that other than the, um, the appointees over on the, um, the Democrat side for the conference committee. But we can't. It is so hard here in South Carolina for some reason to get conservative legislation done. I was talking to somebody today about all the politicking you got to do. It's, it's unbelievable what happens at our state house. It, it, more so, it's shameful and it's embarrassing. And that's true. So the University of Florida getting rid of diversity, equity, and inclusion and good for them because that, that is just, that is where you hire people based on their intersectionality, not their qualifications. Oh, and by the way, they recently, somebody, and I forget who it was, uh, recently came out with a, with a, a statement that said, telling, p- saying that people should be hired because of their qualifications is actually a microaggression. That's right. It's a form of racism. When you say that somebody should be hired for their qualifications instead of their uh, whatever intersectional points they might have. No, I think it's good practice. I think it should be the only practice. Who is the most qualified for this position? They get the job. Now, think about that. Oh, you know, things like a doctor. Hey, doc, where'd you, uh, where'd you graduate in your class? Well, I was fifth in my class. All right, let's go. Hey, doc, where'd you graduate from? Uh, I was last in my class, but <laughs> I've got a lot of points of intersectionality, so that made up for it. Okay, I'm going go to I'm gonna go see that other guy. Well, you're a racist. No. I'm a smart person. And smart person want, smart people, a smart person want the best. That was perfect. Yeah. Smart people want the best people doing those jobs. We'll be right back. It's the Charlie James Show. News Talk 98.9 WRD, the voice of the Carolinas. So the judge um, in the Fannie Willis case said he's going to come up with a decision in the next two weeks. Two weeks? Two weeks to decide if Fannie Willis had any sort of, first of all, corruption or uh, conflict of interest and whether or not she should be removed of this case. Now, a lot of people are saying that's a good sign because you don't need two weeks to remove somebody from a case or, or to keep somebody on the case, rather. You need two weeks to remove them from the case because... Then you got to write a long, detailed brief about why you are removing them from the case and lay out all the evidence. 
If you're keeping her, you just come out and say, all right, well, I thought about it, and no, we're good to go. But we will see. I mean, we have no idea what's going to go on with that case. Meanwhile, Letitia James, um, the woman who ran on prosecuting Donald Trump in New York, <laughs> she's now going after beef. Yeah, we'll tell you about that coming up in just a little bit. Uh, not only is she, you know, a partisan hack, she uh, uh, she's going after beef now, cattle growers in, in New York. So the judge in that case, another interesting story, judge in that case, Judge Ingeron, uh, is a member of this gym. And um, James O'Keefe of O'Keefe Media Group, um, OMG, uh, he found out what gym that Ogeron went to. So did a little investigative journalism, and he kind of went into that gym, pretending to be a big fan of Judge Ogeron, and talking to some people there. And it finds out that Judge Ogeron is quite the... Uh, Quite the gym perv. Yeah, quite the gym perv. In fact, this guy leers at young ladies in the gym, and you can look at him and tell people, you can look at Judge Ogeron and tell he's that kind of guy. So the young ladies at this gym told James O'Keefe that he makes them uncomfortable while they're working out. So James O'Keefe put on a video of it uh, over there at um, on Twitter and uh, O'Keefe Media Group. <laughs> And he got a phone call from the gym. He is banned. He is banned from, he can no longer, I'm pretty sure he was never going to go back anyway. But he is banned from that gym. No explanation needed. No explanation given. He is absolutely banned. So there you go. So anyway, so Letitia James, um, that case in New York, you got Alvin Bragg, you got that case. You got the Supreme Court case about immunity coming up. One of the people that is very upset and says that the Supreme Court should issue this ruling quickly, because right now it looked like it, it looks like it may not be happening until November the first, November the first, maybe even oh, I'm sorry, November the sixth after the election, right? Nikki Haley is not very happy about this. Here's Nikki Haley over there on I believe CNN an answer on this. When you say you hope the Supreme Court rules quickly, do you mean that you would like to see this case go to trial before Election Day, if Trump is the nominee, so that voters know the outcome of this case? I think voters are going to want to know what they're walking into. And if they're walking into a president who's still going to have to be in court, or if they're walking into a presidency where he can get rid of a court case, Voters are going to want to know that. And so I think that that's the part the Supreme Court needs to spell out is, okay, when are you going to give this verdict? What does that mean for people who have voted? And are they going to have full answers before the general election? That's going to be key. But this isn't just about Trump. I would want this for Biden. I would want- Oh, you're so full of crap, Nikki Haley. Your eyes are brown. Come on. You know what this is about. This, this is, she's doing what vultures do. Circling, 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 waiting on the animal to die so they can swoop in and pick the bones. Nikki the vulture Haley. Donald Trump called her bird brain, didn't he? Oh, he was right. She's got the brain of a vulture. Exactly right. She just wants, she wants people to know that, oh, if anything happens to Donald, that's why she's staying in this race. If any, that's why she's being paid to stay in this race. If anything happens to Donald Trump, I will be here, America, to save you. St. Nikki, there she is, St. Nikki, she's going to be your Republican savior. 
No, you're not. You're going to be a globalist hack. Just, and we all know that. So there you go. Just Nikki Haley. She is becoming the most dislikable person in politics today. She really is. I mean, well, you know what Pelosi's going to do. You know what she's going to say. You know what Mad Mad Maxine Waters is going to say. You know what, you know, Elizabeth Warren is going to say. You know what the members of the squad are going to say. And I got a story about that coming up in just a second. You know the the, the biddies on the squad. You know what the ladies on the view are going to say. But here's a so-called Republican that is just waiting on Donald Trump to politically die so she can swoop in and like I said, pick their bones clean. Speaking of the squad, you know where they you know where they've been over the couple of days? You know where the squad's been? With nobody knowing about it? Know where they've been? Cuba. They've been down in Cuba. They've been talking with their socialist slash communist compatriots there, their comrades down in Cuba to see how to better run a country. Talking about giving money to Cuba. Yeah, that's where they're going. We know. We know what they're all about, don't we? There you go. Here's a story we're going to talk about a little bit more coming up in just a minute. Only got about a minute left in this hour. Oprah Winfrey is leaving the board of Weight Watchers. That's right. Oprah Winfrey leaving Weight Watchers because she has decided that she's going to take, she's been taking the the weight loss drug or the type 2 diabetes drug, wink, wink, Ozempic. Ozempic. And, um, That's how she's losing her weight. Saw on television the other day a lawyer's ad. Have you or someone you love suffered stomach paralysis from Ozempic? Call us now. You may be entitled to compensation. Folks, that's going to be big. That's going to be absolutely huge because this drug, what it actually does. Now, here's what they say. They say, you need Ozempic because... Uh, calorie reduction alone doesn't work. Well, what does Ozempic do? Well, it paralyzes your stomach so you're not hungry anymore. It's basically Botox for your stomach. So you're not hungry anymore. You don't eat as much. Oh, you mean it offers calorie reduction? Well, yeah, but this is with a medicine. You know, anything to keep you doped up. We'll be right back. It's the Charlie James Show. News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas.